Welcome to the podcast of New City Church. We hope this podcast inspires you on your journey of inward and outward transformation. Please join us on Sundays. You can find more information on our website, grownewcity.church. God bless you. Our scripture for today is Matthew eleven twenty five 25 through 30. Now, when you look at the table of contents of the Bible there, does anyone know where Matthew is? Gospels. Gospels. And extra credit, does anyone know of the four Gospels which one Matthew is? All right. Yes, the first one. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Matthew. Okay, good job. Wow, I'm so impressed. Um, so at New City, we read through the scripture and then ask the community, if there is like a word or phrase that sticks out to you from the reading. So I'm going to read this, and then I'll have time for you to shout out what stuck out to you. And if you're joining us on the live stream, hello, welcome. Go ahead and put in the chat what word or phrase sticks out to you. Okay, so um, our uh, scripture today. At that time, Jesus said, I praise you, parent, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, parent, for this is what you are pleased to do. All things have been committed to me by my parent. No one knows the son except for the parent, and no one knows the parent except the son and those to whom the son chooses to reveal to him. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. So uh, go ahead, community, what is a word or phrase that sticks out to you from that reading? Shout it out. Come to me, yes. Rest for your souls. Yeah. Take my yoke. Learn from me. Humble in heart. Yeah. Hidden from the learned and shown to children. Yes. Gentle. That's good. And uh, weary. <laughs> okay. If you're noticing that weary stuck out to you, then continue to pray on that. Um, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm pulling up the live stream. Um, we see folks uh, very similarly saying, shouting out, lay it down. Oh, wait, that's from the song. Rest, wise and learned, <laughs> gentle and humble in heart, hidden, rest, little children, gentle and humble, come to me all, and that all means all. Y'all, listen, however the Bible is speaking to you, we hope that you can continue to meditate on that word or phrase, that that the Bible might be a living word for you, as in, like, whatever God needs to say to you through that word, like, just just pray on that throughout the sermon today. Um, We are right in our very fabulous, exciting, amazing series called... Kingdom. <laughs> okay, did, were you all there for the choreography? So basically, here's the choreo. So it's like you're, uh, it's like oh, like you're receiving the crown. But then we're just gonna add a little bit of pop to it, just a little bit of flavor to it, like because it's just, two hands. Okay, yeah. And we're doing two hands, but I have an iPad in my hand. Okay, so 
bam. Okay, yeah, you got this. Okay, let's try it again. Let's try it again. So we're in uh, this a really amazing sermon series called Kingdom. Yes! I live for the pop! I love it. Holy Spirit's popping off and so are we. So um, very, very grateful to be looking at this, this scripture that is these scriptures that are all saying the kingdom of God is like, or kind of describing the world that God is trying to create. Because if we as a community don't know what kind of world God is trying to create, then how in the world are we going to recognize it when it starts coming forth? You know what I mean? Like, how are we going to recognize hope in a hopeless world? How are we going to recognize peace in a world at war? How are we going to recognize the revolution when it comes in all of its myriad ways. And so we are uh, taking this sermon series to intentionally pray and ask God to show us what a world of justice, peace, and love might look like. And today, you have the privilege and honor to be joined for our, by a member of our preaching team. Everyone give it up for John Carlos! Ah, let me just get situated here. Hmm? Yes, yes, can you guys hear me all right? Um, hey, everybody, my name is John Carlos. What a joy to be with you this morning. I use he him pronouns. And we're in a series called Kingdom. Um, and we're talking about um, if the kingdom of God showed up in our midst, would you be able to recognize it? If you held it in your hands, would you be able to know that that's what it is? If you heard it from afar, would you, would you understand that that's the kingdom of God in our midst? Um, and today, um, I want to start, uh, I want to invite you, um, we're going to do an impromptu focus group. Is that all right? <laughs> we're going to do a little focus group right now. Um, and, and if you do this focus group, uh, I give you permission to not have to do an email survey for another year. Okay? You have my express permission. You can email them. Jean said I didn't have to. Well, yeah, except the one. Oh, mm. I, I can't speak for everything. But anyway, um, we're going to do a focus group. And so I, I want to ask you some questions about what the king, kingdom of God is like, what religion is like, what, what following Jesus is like. And um, I just want to preface it by saying, we're just doing a vibe check. We're just doing a vibe check. Of course, we're not, it's not perfect. It's, it's not about accuracy. We're just doing a vibe check. Um, other thing is, this is absolutely a trick question. Like, you will be wrong either way. So don't try to be like, oh, it's this one. No, no, just, just uh, let's be honest for a little bit. Let's just be like, what, what, are, what, is, what is following Jesus like, okay? Yeah. So I'm going to ask you a question. I want you to think about it. And then we're going to do show of hands, Okay. First question, is following Jesus easy or hard? Easy or hard? Again, trick question, you will be wrong either way, but uh, <laughs> easy or hard? Okay, so how many of you are like, no, genuinely, easy? Raise your hand. How many of you, religion, faith, following Jesus, hard? Yeah, what's that vibe? What is that? Listen, huh? Okay, okay, next one. Okay, following Jesus. Well, let's think about the question first. Following Jesus, heavy, light. Heavy, light. Justice, heavy, light. Okay, so how many of you are like light? Mm -hmm. How many of you are like, yeah, heavy, 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 heavy. Yeah, okay, okay, last one. Um, vibe check. Following Jesus, religion, faith, pleasure, suffering. 
Pleasure, suffering. How many of you, pleasure? How many of you, suffering? Yeah, yeah. When I asked my friends this and they didn't know it was a trick question, I got a lot of hard vibes, um, uh, heavy vibes, and suffering vibes. Because that's what religion in so many contexts in our culture shows up as. Um, and, and, and it shows up as something that uh, is quite heavy indeed. Um, have you ever carried something for Jesus? Have you ever carried something for God? Um, when, when I was younger, um, I, uh, I, I met Jesus at a vacation Bible school. And I, uh, Jesus was my best friend. Jesus was my best friend in the back of a school bus. Jesus was my best friend when I wasn't very cool and nerdy. Jesus was my best friend as I did ministry in high school. And then um, I, like, realized um, I was attracted to men. Um, and, uh, and that's the right response. Um, did I like men? No. But I was attracted to them. Um, and as an evangelical, <laughs> such is life. Uh, and uh, I, I was in this space where, as an evangelical conservative who loved Jesus, being attracted to men was really bad news. And so I took on homophobia. I took on this burden for Jesus because I love Jesus. And to follow Jesus meant to carry this homophobia. Every time that I, I, I felt attracted uh, to someone of the same gender, I, I, I had to like clinch, I had to like stop, I had to be like, no. And, and, and I did that for Jesus, right? And, and for me, metaphorically, it was like, have you seen those army duffel bags? That's what I carried around as a high school student. I carry this army duffel bag because I was a soldier. And to follow Jesus meant to suffer, and I was gonna suffer for Jesus. Um, and so I remember in that season of life, I carried this, and I carried it not for some days or some weeks, but for years. What would carrying something like that do to a person? Right. Um, but it was, there's two difficult things. The first is that I carried a heavy burden, but the second is that I thought Jesus wanted me to carry it. Wow. What are you carrying for Jesus? Wow. What are you carrying for God? What are you carrying for justice? Um, and, and it took a lot of healing and a lot of liberation for me to let that homophobia go. Um, a second thing I've carried, but this one like feels a little bit cooler, a little bit more appealing. It's aesthetically better than an army duffel bag. This one was my desire to change the world. Have you ever wanted to change the world? What a beautiful thing. What a wonderful thing, but it's oh so heavy. It's oh so heavy, right? I, I, and and I, I, I don't know, watch a movie and, it, and it's like, I, 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 you can see yourself as the protagonist, right? We have a lot of main character energy nowadays. And main character energy is so beautiful, so exciting, and so heavy. So heavy. And I remember being in high school and college and wanting to change the world. And then I would start something, an organization. I would do a project. I would put a lot of effort. I would go to that protest. I would become an activist. I would do something good. And then after that thing would be done... I noticed that the world was only slightly better. Like in all the world, the thing I did, the thing I spent six months, a year, like really working for, only made the world like 0.005% better. 
different. And so it's like, okay, well, I got to keep doing, I got, well, I'm going to do another organization, and we're going to start that, and we're going to go there, and we're going to make this happen. And then after all that was done, I'd look at the world again, but this time it wasn't even like 0.5% better, it got 10% worse. You know, someone got elected, something, some law was passed, some, some terrible thing happened to a place, and, and so then I did another thing, and, 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 and every time I did something, it's like I couldn't change the world. And, and, and the heavy burden that laid on me, and it's a heavy burden on a 30-year-old man, but it's a really heavy burden on a 16-year-old. What are you carrying? What are you carrying for Jesus? What is the kingdom of God like? And one of the questions that I, I wrestle with is, is the kingdom and the empire just two different flavors of burnout? Is the kingdom and the empire just two different colors of exhaustion? Right, like in, in the empire you have Pharaoh and in the kingdom you have Jesus. We just have a different CEO. And in and, and the, and the empire you work 12 hours making bricks for a pyramid. In and, and the kingdom of God you work 12 hours making bricks for a church. Is it just the same thing? Is it just the same thing? And I have to ask myself, is the gospel actually good news for the weary? Yeah. Is following Jesus actually good news for those of us in this room that not last week, but currently right now are weary and tired? Is the gospel good news for the burnt out? What is the kingdom of God like? And my one point for you today is simple. The journey is long. May your burden be light. The journey is long. May your burden be light. And as I, as I look at the question, what are you carrying? Because we're not just carrying physical things. We're carrying beliefs. Are those heavy? Are those light? We're carrying mindsets, expectations, responsibilities. Are those heavy? Are those light? We're carrying dreams and goals. Are those heavy? Are those light? What is the kingdom of God like? And I think the kingdom of God is surprisingly light. I, um, when I think about the kingdom of God, I think of a drawstring backpack. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like one of these. Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, I ordered this, and it came in an envelope. Not a bag, not a box, just a flat envelope. You can fold this up. And I thought, I ordered two, I was like, oh, I need to go call customer service because the other one didn't come. No, the other one was inside the first one, right? And it's just this, like, really light thing, right? It's, it's not complicated. It's not heavy. It's not ill-fitting. It's just this super light thing. I've carried army duffel bags for Jesus. I've carried... MacBook Pros and messenger bags on top of messenger bags for a mission, for a kingdom, because I thought that's what it was like. But Jesus doesn't just want me to set others free. Jesus wants me to be free. If a liberation model doesn't include you, it's too small. It's too small. And so I say all of this because I think Jesus is, is offering us something different. Um, so we read that passage, right? And we say, Jesus says, my burden, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. What does the word yoke mean? Uh, and so I, I looked at the word yoke um, in the original language 
And there's two metaphors. The first metaphor, I'm going to be honest, not a huge fan. Uh, the first metaphor is uh, about farm animals, right? You get two large oxen, you put a, a wooden beam over them, that's a yoke, and it is connected to a plow and it plows the land. Um, I don't want to yuck your yum, maybe you're into plowing, but here's the thing, like, you are not a heavy oxen. You are not a farm animal that carries heavy things to produce a result. That's not, that's not what we're here for. The second metaphor is much, much more helpful. The second metaphor is that at the time of Jesus preaching, there were lots of different teachers, lots of different rabbis, and each of them had a yoke. A yoke was their way of life, their interpretation of scripture, their beliefs and behaviors, their uh, rules and regulations. So if you wanted to be a student under a rabbi, you had to take on their yoke, their understanding of the world and their expectations of what it means to, to follow God. Um, and that's why Jesus at the time criticized and called out the religious leaders. And he said, woe to you because you place on people heavy, heavy burdens which are difficult to bear. And you do not lift a finger to, to lift them up. And so what we find out is a yoke is a, a way of life and that, the, that this teacher is altogether different. Yeah. This Jesus is altogether yeah. unlike the, the religious systems of his day. This kingdom yeah. is altogether holy. It's not like the ones you've seen before. This one is different. And, I, and, I, I, and then I, I, I wanted to look up, what does the word easy mean? Because let's be honest, like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, a, a queer Christian. It hasn't been easy, okay? So, like, what, what, what do you mean easy? What do you mean easy? And so I looked up the language, and apparently the, the, the Greek word there doesn't have an immediate English translation. But the commentators wrote that it was a combination of two ideas. One, that it was good for you. And two, that it was kind to you. So there's a category of things that are good for you, but not very kind. Um, like a marathon. Like, yay! Like, if you have a personal relationship with a water bottle, that's amazing, and I want that for you. If you work out every morning at 5 a.m. for an hour, that is literally good for you. But let's be clear, it's, it's, not, it's not that kind to you while it's happening, right? You know, a lot of my friends here have been getting into uh, saunaing and jumping into cold water after. God bless you. I want that for you. Um, but, like, it's good for you, but you're doing it because it's hard. You're actually doing it because it wakes something up in you. It's not really kind to you when you jump into the cold water. But apparently, this yoke is not only good for you, but it's kind to you. This yoke is gentle and humble. And so Jesus says, Jesus says, come to me, come to me and learn from me. We learn from the one who was never in a hurry. We learn from the one who was never uh, pressed on uh, doing all this stuff. He was always in the right place. We learn from our rabbi, from our teacher. Now the pushback comes, well, isn't it supposed to be a cross? Isn't it supposed to be a carrying a heavy thing? Isn't it supposed to be a denial? Isn't it supposed to be difficult? Now, let's just stop and just admit that that understanding of God has led the church to incredible harm. Wow. 
incredible harm. We have asked people to enter incredible suffering under the guise of this is your cross to bear. We have. Um, people have whipped themselves, hurt their bodies, damaged themselves in Jesus' name, and it's not okay. And it's not okay. But we have to reconcile these ideas because they're there. They're brought to us by the same rabbi. And so I, I need you, and this, is, this, could be, this could change your life. I need you to discern the difference between a tomb and a tunnel. A tomb and a tunnel. A tomb is just a place of death. But a tunnel looks like a tomb, appears like a tomb, might even feel like a tomb. But if you follow Jesus through it, you will find a path to a brand new life. There are some things that are tunnels, right? Like um, generosity is a tunnel. In a world of scarcity, in a world of capitalism, in a world of exploitation, why would you ever give anything to anyone else? So generosity feels like death, like letting go of something that's so important for you, but actually, it's a tunnel. On the other side of generosity is a lighter load. On the other side of generosity is liberation. On the other side of generosity is love, right? Forgiveness, I... I, as, as a queer person, uh, uh, the top five people who have harmed me the most have all been Christians, right? They've all been Christians. And forgiving them, ho, oh, isn't something that took days or months, but years, years, years of actively forgiving them. And forgiving them felt like defeat, like loss, like death. But actually, on the other side of that forgiveness was a lighter load. Because unforgiveness is such a heavy thing to place on anyone. It's such a heavy thing. You know, you know what's really heavy? Control. Have you ever tried to have control? And it feels like you need that to live. It feels like you need that to operate. But it's such a heavy thing to put on a mortal. And when we give up control, it feels like death. It feels like a cross. But I promise you... It's a letting go that leads to life. It's a letting go that makes your load lighter. God wants your load to be lighter. God doesn't need you to carry all that. So how do we, how do we practice this? The first thing we have to do to practice this is trust our shoulders. We have to trust our shoulders. Here's what's beautiful. Sometimes, you know, religion gets complicated. It's like, is it true? Is it false? Is it just injust? It gets, there's frameworks. There's lots of things that we got to figure out. No, heavy, light. Do you know how you know if something is heavy, light, your body? Do you know how you know something's heavy or light? You pick it up. You hold it. You actually can know whether something is heavy or light. And you need to trust your shoulders. What are your shoulders telling you? Because your shoulders are sacred and holy. I'm not saying hard things won't come. I'm just saying your shoulders are not the best place for them. (laughs) Second thing, second thing that we we need to do, we need to take inventory. And what I mean by that is that you think of your work and your ministry and your art and your activism and your friends and your family, and one of these categories may feel heavy for you. But that category is really like 23 different things. And some of those 23 different things are actually quite light. And some of those are really specifically heavy. So what I mean by that is like, you know, preaching at New City, for example. I, it is so light for me. You guys are such a joy. You guys are such a great community. Doing this feels so good. Before, during, after. And I can feel it in my shoulders. Um, 
But I've been uh, trying to uh, do things online. I've been trying to post TikToks, and I've found that for some reason, TikTok has been heavier for me, has been heavier for me. I can feel that in my shoulders. Why is it that preaching for 20 minutes here is easy, but preaching online is hard? And what I discovered is that making a 60-second video is easy. Making a perfect 60-second video is so hard. It's so hard. I have, I have to make, I, I've had to, I remember making one video. It took me like 90 takes. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, perfection is so heavy. Have you born perfection? Right? Like actually uploading something to a platform is so easy. But defining success by having thousands of followers is so hard. It's so hard. So you take inventory. What exactly is heavy? What exactly is light? I don't want you to just quit your job and like get a divorce. Like I want you to figure out what about your job is heavy. What about your marriage is heavy? And of course, there is a moment to quit your job and to get a divorce. But I want you to understand, to have the kind of discernment about what is heavy and what is light. And the last thing, the last thing we do is we trade our burdens. We have... In the scriptures, a God that says, cast your anxieties on me. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I care for you. Yeah. Because I care for you. Uh, my heavenly mother gets no joy from me carrying heavy, heavy things. I believed in a God that was glorified by my suffering. I believed in a God. Like, have you ever, <laughs> have you ever had a relationship? Uh, or have you heard of a relationship where someone does something toxic and abusive as a test of the relationship? Yeah. Right? Like, I'm going to do this bad thing that I know is bad, and if you really love me, you'll, you'll get over it. You'll forgive me. You'll get going. Right? And it's like a test of the relationship. And I believed in God that would give me hard things um, so that I would say yes to them, and that was a showing of, of, God's, a showing of my love for God. Um, that's abusive. <laughs> That's toxic. Jesus doesn't need that for you. Jesus is not trying to prove your love. Jesus loves you, right? Um, And I'll close with this. Um, I think some of us have prayed for stronger shoulders when God wants a lighter load. I think some of us have prayed for a greater capacity, bigger backpacks, bigger duffel bags, when God just wishes we could be free. Friends, I want to be free. Friends, we want to be free. The journey is long. May your burden be light. Amen. Thank you.